You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. This podcast has been brought to you by an advertisement of a new podcast, Big Bro, Little Bro, where the big bro gives dating advice to his little bro. This next line is guaranteed to get you into her draws. If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put M and E inside of you. You're so smart. Oh, try this one. Hey, uh, I'm a biologist, and uh, I heard you had a nice beaver for me to look at. You're so cool. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, all at do. What is up, everyone? Happy New Year's. I can't believe it, man. It looks like we looks like we made it. Man, it is gnarly. Uh it is a brand new year, brand new you, brand new me. You know, it is exciting. It's been a year since we started the pod. Uh, we, I was supposed to drop a best of theme park memory special um, today, but it was a giant undertaking to do so shortly. So look forward to that next week. But right now, you've got an episode that I was super stoked on because, holy smokes, Roscoe Soul Train, uh, Randy Madden, they've got a lot of info on theme parks. Big theme park fans, very funny dudes. They do these uh, thrift store videos on YouTube, and I've been in uh, one of them, and it was so friggin' hilarious uh, the week before I got COVID, which was super hilarious, and I'm glad that, you know, I didn't die, and I'm glad that they didn't get it, and, uh, you know, we can continue to making our art. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you guys for following the podcast, and, uh, you know, it's it's been... It's been magical. Uh, sometimes it gets a little tough doing a themed podcast because you're like, oh, all I could do is really talk about this. But that's not the truth, man. This show is about theme parks and life. So <laughs> life is pretty vast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as long as we mention a Ferris wheel or two, we're good. No, but it is a fun show, and I'm grateful to have had this during the most bizarre just demented year ever uh i mean personally uh globally it's just been gnarly but now it is a new year uh and you know it could be worse no i i'm trying to be optimistic guys let's get this over with um i'll take a vaccine in my ball sack and my ass whatever we can um you know i'm ready dude let's let's get it let's get it going um it is crazy. I did just hear that someone in Disney World just extorted the company. Like they took, they're shaving off some money, which I don't understand. It was like a huge amount of money. I gotta look into that, um, which would have been great because I'm recording the podcast right now. But yeah, always stuff going on in theme parks though throughout the world. Uh, you know, and, and and everywhere but California, there's pretty much theme parks open. You know, but with their safety pandemic style uh things in place and I, I was thinking about it this episode is pretty special though because not only is roscoe um and and uh randy 
big fans of theme parks and funny fucking dudes. They also are musicians. And uh, I know theme parks, you think about the roller coasters, you think about the food, you think about a lot of the attractions. And the bands never get enough love. I mean, there is a huge presence of bands at D- the Disney parks. And there always has been. Uh, you've got like those barbershop quartets, um, you know, all the bands that play in Tomorrowland, the New, the New Orleans band, um, the, the, New o- the, the New Orleans Henry Rollins band, uh, <laughs> which I would love to see. Um, very inside joke. Look up Henry Rollins. If you don't know, you've lost all of your punk credentials. No, uh, guys, it is good to be here. Um, you know, I think one reason I'm glad to be alive is music. And, you know, music at theme parks is is a big thing. There's always music at Disneyland, Six Flags, Not Very Farm. You, you're just not thinking it. Music is a big part of the experience. And I think, uh, you know, the, the whole immersion process. And, uh, you know, there's... There's been bands that have played at these parks, especially Disney, uh, that, that have almost gotten record con- or have gotten record contracts from playing there. People have been discovered. It's it's a pretty it's pretty awesome. And we go into all that. We talk about bands playing state fairs, you know, like uh, I'm sure you could see Smash Mouth, right? Or well, they'd be at a, a Sturgill a motorcycle uh, <laughs> event. Uh, you know, super spreader event, which is cool, but, uh, you know, we're all stars now, guys. I love you guys. We're going to do it. We're going to get right into it. Uh, this is a, you know, just, just a fucking, a good one. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff and I think you guys are in for a treat. So happy new year and wear, uh, your Mickey ears or your Lego thong or whatever you have from whatever theme park. Because uh, this is a wild ride, guys. Uh, but for now, before we get to me, Randy, and Roscoe, we're going to go to your favorite segment, my favorite segment, Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. This is Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. Most theme parks help adults feel like kids, but Kidsania has the opposite approach. Yep, your youngsters can grow up way too fast by trying out different careers, managing a bank account, or slowly crumbling under the stress of their imposter syndrome. The park functions like a city in miniature with a hospital, supermarket, and fire station. Tykes can sign up for any job they want to try, except for Crack Whore, which currently has a six-month waiting list. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me, Roscoe, and Randy! Hey, what is up, guys? Uh, man, Roscoe, thank you for, for uh, having us in your beautiful home. Yeah. Is that um, what this is? I, I, I think so. It's like a rape dungeon is what this is, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're joined with uh, Rockin' Randy... Piper. Ha, he is a you Piper. fucking loser. That's rockin' Randy Madden. Duh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot God. more slick sound. Yeah, baby. Let's see how many times I say that during this podcast. Let's, let's find out. That's that was one. one. Mm-hmm. Dude, guys, so it is, it's a special show because 
we all we all enjoy music here. Hell yeah, know? we're human beings. We yeah. like the sound of melody and stuff. <clears throat> so this show talk about theme parks, talk about life, talk about you know whatever comes to mind, abortion, whatever. It's it's all on the table here. Uh, not that. Well, we all yeah, no, we all <laughs> come from bands too. Like we've all done bands and or are doing. Well, we're doing bands until yeah, COVID yeah. hit, but. Yeah, we all come from a band and a music background, especially Ra- Rock and Randy Madden over here. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we wanted to talk about. I mean, my first, my first show was at a county fair, and Randy, your first show that you ever went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, to, to tie all this together, is I mean, don't you normally talk about theme parks? Yeah, but this is you know county fairs is kind of that's on the table. Well, right. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Fuck okay, yeah, so dude. Theme parks. County fairs, whatever, bands, it all kind of ties in. But yeah, my first first show, my first rock show I've ever seen, first live performance ever in my life, I think I was like, I don't know, 15, 16 years old. Whoa, that was, you were that old? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I didn't go to concerts. I was poor as fuck. I didn't go to concerts. Whoa. I, I didn't go to shit. No, my parents. You I didn't, didn't see have Elton parents. John, you know, at eight in uh, yeah. Caesar's Palace. <laughs> right. I didn't see shit. No, no way. No. So, so this was. Um, at uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain in, uh, I don't know where it is, Freehold, New Jersey. And what? I saw. Wait, wait. Yeah. The, the, not Magic Mountain, though. Yeah. No, because Magic Mountain, the only Magic Mountain is at fucking Magic Mountain. Six Flags Great Adventure. Magic, it's Great Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, in Jersey? Yeah. 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 Great Adventure. The Great Adventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Great Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I saw um, Steppenwolf. Okay. But who opened for Steppenwolf was so fucking weird was Chubby Checker. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so amazing. So I think yeah, this is like back in the day. I mean, they had like the Superman ride and all these other crazy, you know, twists and turns, like the first reverse uh, roller coaster in the world and all this kind of stuff. And and uh, these this chick was like, "Hey, you want to go see this band?" I was like, "A band at Great Adventure?" Like, yeah. I didn't, what? She's like, "Yeah." And and I saw them. It was amazing. I mean, Chubby Checker was fat and old. He's doing the twist. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Fine. Did he just do the twist over and over? <laughs> like literally on repeat again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's literally his only song. I, I, yeah. I don't remember what else he sang. No. Yeah. But then Steppenwolf came on, and I was just like, <sighs> my mind was blown. Yeah. Shit, man. That's I feel I, I feel so privileged because I've been going to shows since I was a little fucking turd. Well, yeah, you should feel privileged because that's what parents do with their children. They take them to things. Yeah, but even before then, I, I grew up in a town where the the there was a small theater. And it was always fucking ripping, and there was shows every fucking well every weekend night. Right, so you would go. So I'd go, and it was cheap. It was like five bucks, but most of the time I would just go in the through the back door. It was oh yeah, baby. You know, what I'm saying hello, hey, hello. That's how we got in. Yeah, yeah. was well, the theater Tokyo Massage money? Yes, it or? was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Very nice. back door. You know, well, uh, it was. Uh, it was. Is that really a, ban- uh, no. a venue? No, okay, sorry. <laughs> in Ontario. Oh, but, yes, uh, yeah. it's for another episode. <laughs> Close down. Yeah. Um, COVID. Uh, <laughs> Probably not, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, if you have a number. Hey, that's the essential business <laughs> yeah. right there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my first show was at a fucking theme park, or at a county fair. I saw Starship. Oh, my And it God. was, like, during the Sarah. mannequin. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. well, it was during the, um, the, was the mannequin era. No, where nothing's they, going to stop us. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, that was, like, it was, um, we built this city. was, like, fucking huge. So that was my first show. I think I was like fucking probably like three years old or four years old. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And I, so they I, were like banging then, though. They were kinda. ripping. But the yeah. thing is, is that. Do you know who that is, right? The, yeah. The lead Jefferson singer? Airplane. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah that's that's very slick. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of those band members, they lived in Marin County, which I grew up in Sonoma County. So you would see a lot of these fucking like these bands at county fairs like that because they were around. So it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. We're gonna, you're going to give me a bunch of money and I can just like walk out of my fucking door. Well, the thing is, it's what? So, what the hell is that? Is that a toaster? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, like when I was when I was younger, my brother and I we lived like near a golf course, and we would go to the water hole, and we would actually dive down, snorkel, with snapper turtles in the water. Get balls. We would get balls. Yep. We would clean them <laughs> with a toothbrush and bleach, and mm-hmm. sell them back to the golfers. But that's the only way I had any fucking food in my belly or clothes on my back, because I just lived like. So the the least thing in my mind was going to a concert. Mm-hmm. And where I was, I was such a remote place. I lived on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. You know, there's one time there was a local band playing at a bar. Joe Pops, it was called, on Long Beach Island. And they started playing Living on a Prayer. Swear to God, standing next to me was John Bon Jovi. Really? And if you don't notice and look at me, I'm oh, wearing yeah, baby. this oh, rock dude. and roll 1985 Bon Jovi shirt. Today. I, you know what? That shirt is so loud. The podcast listener can actually hear that shirt. <laughs> Crazy enough. And you know, rock stars sometimes when they hear their own music, they just kind of like frown upon it. But no, I mean, John Bon Jovi <laughs> said, "Fuck it," and he got up on stage. No way. Oh yeah, and he rocked out with the band. It was Whoa. so sick. That's but, insane. But the, those, like, I mean, you know, I was out of the house when I was like 13 years old. So I mean, going to see bands wasn't like number one priority I, mm-hmm. until like I, I moved out to California and. Yeah. Here is like, I mean, come on, Sunset Strip, Rock and yeah. Roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's you the go. Rainbow Room. You got the yeah. Viper Room. You mm-hmm. got the. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I was probably like 14 when I first went to a show. I think or concert. <sighs> yeah, it was at like, a, and it was at a fairgrounds too. But it wasn't. It wasn't during a fair. But it was like Bad Religion and, and mm-hmm. Blink. That's <laughs> like, fucking awesome. Yeah, so it's cool. But yeah, like, I think it, it is kind of trippy because you don't think about how much music does have to do with those theme parks and carnivals mm-hmm. and fe- there's always music of some sort yeah like, especially i mean think about the major theme parks uh disneyland there's always been like a band in always. tomorrowland yep like in the 80s they had the band hyrax yep which i, I don't know if dude they're pretty fucking amazing like yeah. they, they, they had a frog they it was had crazy a, a, a wookie bass player uh, they were they were actually like, a good band. They had a record deal. Yeah, they were signed to Warner yeah. Bros. at one point. Well, I, I would see the Spasmatics play there at Disneyland, and I was like, "Whoa, these fucking guys are pretty damn good." At the Tomorrowland stage, probably. I, I don't know Tomorrowland stage, but I know I saw that that band at Disneyland. I was like, "Damn, dude, these bands are pretty ripping." There is a bunch of ripping bands that play the Tomorrow that, that still well, we'll st- we're still playing the Tomorrowland stage. But to your point, you know, it, it's like. So you saw who at a fair? Oh, I saw like place? I saw uh, uh, Bad Religion and, and Blink One Eighty Two. So you were just saying, Ross, earlier that you know you were wondering when bands like that, Blink One Eighty Two, and things like that, would actually start playing those fairs because you're saying that's a cash cow. It is, and it's. I but feel some like bands are like they they just said they didn't go that route. I mean, you, no, ha- you never no. seen. I've, well, you either you either hit it on the come up or the come down. One of the one of the <laughs> oh, two. Oh baby. <laughs> Uh, I'm always coming. You know, um, when we were kids, I was in a ska band when I was 15, and our manager was doing everything in his power to get us on the county fair circuit. That was like his main goal Mm -hmm. because he knew – and I I think about it now because he really was pushing for it, and he usually delivered on his promises. And I was thinking, you know, how how would that have been? It would have have been really interesting just to get that touring going during the summertime because we were in high school. Yeah. And – if we were touring in the summer, 
to all these weird ass county fairs. It, this is like pre warp tour. It was like right before the warp tour was a thing. So I don't. It, it would have been a blast, but I don't know. Something about playing Alabama on a fucking hot August day mm. in the middle of the day next to fucking before Marshall you Tucker. What, you know. I mean. You play, you open for some really rad people out there. I think about like yeah. all the, all the like, like fucking. Leonard Skinner or Yeah, or, or Marshall. Marshall Tucker was one of them always, like 38 special. Hey, and, like, see, oh, you know, I, it's funny. You were talking about like, ch- you know, talking about Chubby Checker and seeing him. Yeah. Around the same time period, I, I saw uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. The you county should fair. see the smile on this guy's face. Right? Oh, my <laughs> God. Brightest I, I was, day. Yeah, I was oh pretty God. excited. I, I was actually excited to see Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. And, I mean, fuck, dude. It was... What was it? Shake Your Booty or whatever they sang? Yeah. Shake Your Booty. Yeah. Man, 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 man. I think Chubby Checker covers that song, actually. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> well... He needs, he needs I, some more material. No, I, Dude, I... It's funny because, you know, you, you're talking about how sometimes it's like on... It's like their last legs and their last like cash cow, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nope. Cause like the, you're you're at a place that's kind of happening, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Like War, the band War. They always play country. They're first. always they're like they're killing it. Like mm-hmm. you think about it, they're still playing mm-hmm. like con- consistently. War. I don't see anything wrong mm-hmm. with that. <gasps> yeah, yeah, okay. Dude. My buddy saw Counting Crows knockoff band at uh, <laughs> at Universal Studios Orlando. And, uh, or no, it was Counting Crows. It was Counting Crows. Just what? the singer yeah. and just the rest of the band is like a bunch of like session musicians or whatever. Yeah. The touring but, guys. Yeah, but yeah. he said it was really weird because there was like no one really giving them the time of day. Oh my God. Isn't there a movie about Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman plays like this old. Oops, sorry, guys. <laughs> Hang on, let me turn it off. Baby. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, hey, Tinder. Hey, hey, tomorrow, too, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tomorrowland. <laughs> hey, no, this, um, oh man, Hugh Jackman was in this movie where he played like this old 80s hunk guy and he was like playing these small and these, these ladies were coming with their albums and stuff. I don't know the name of that movie is. If anyone knows that. The you know, Rock of Ages or something? That wasn't, no. it wasn't that. It was Hugh Jackman and he was like this 80s like hunk. He used to be like, you know, like a, what are those guys called? I forget it. Is that Yeah. Heartthrob. Yeah, you know? okay. heartthrob. Like, it was, it was, it yeah. He's heartthrob. Now he's like older and like his manager's trying to get him back into the scene and he's playing all these like little fairs and stuff and he was he wasn't having it. Because <laughs> he was used to the big crowd. Yeah. yeah. You know, like what are those Leif Garrett, you know, like what are these yeah. all these guys that were like these little heartthrobs? Sean Cassidy yeah, Rick Springfield. Was Holy mackerel. Oh yeah. Someone oh. I think about. Yeah. And he's there's... he was a big fair guy too. Oh really? Yeah, oh yeah, big oh, time. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Gigi Allen was on the, the fair no, circuit. I don't oh think God. so. He was, uh, yeah, he was a part of the freak the show. Circus, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe at the carnival, yeah. the sideshow. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, no, that's it's so funny, man. Because I remember uh, there was a band that I saw um, in in Vegas. Speaking of just just hilarious uh, cover bands, but it was oh no, it was it was a cover night at the Stratosphere in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was a kid, and I was so gullible, and it was, uh, uh, I thought that that was actually those performers, and it was like Dolly Parton, <laughs> Michael Jackson, it was, I remember seeing a Michael Jackson impersonator, it was like in this small little room, and he was so believable to me, I'm like, wait, is this, is this really Michael? <laughs> and He's and I was away. Tuesday on fucking Vegas in the strip. Yeah, and then the security guard douche, like, kicked me out of the room, he's like, no, no kids here, like, I remember I felt discriminated against being in Vegas and being a kid. You know, but I'm like, I don't know. I, I remember, though, 
the guys that gave out those porno cards, you yes. know? Like, they yeah, didn't discriminate guys. to oh, me, slap, though. Slap, they slap, gave slap, me in front like, of my family. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And you know, like, blah, 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 blah. They hand you one. That's for another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's crazy, man. Do you have any memories of seeing, like, a band at a theme park? Like, uh... Actually, I got a few memories of seeing... Well, there's been a couple times where I've run into bands at theme parks... Oh like yeah, a, like the I don't know if you guys know the band. You probably don't know them. You might know them. There's a band called Four Years Strong. You ever heard of them? Oh yeah, yeah. He's I fucking love his them. finger at us like we're little children. <laughs> yeah, I, four year. I ran into Four Years Strong at Disneyland one time, and I I ran up to the singer and I was like, "Those guys are fucking big. They're like really big. They're like your size, like tall. They're fucking tall, bearded motherfuckers." And yeah, I ran up to the singer and I was like, "Yo, are you guys Four Years Strong?" And He's like, yeah, and I got so fucking starstruck. I'm like, oh shit, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, and then, a, like a, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago, I was um, I was at Knotts, uh-huh. and I'm standing there in the little graveyard section, and uh, here come these kids and like this lady and two dudes, and I look over, I'm like, oh shit, it's Gwen Stefani. Oh, that's funny. He's holding yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, I was so yeah, excited. Yeah, dude, I've seen. Uh, it's crazy who you'll see. I saw uh, Snoop Dogg on Bigfoot Rapids at Knott's. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Avoiding some waves. I saw um, Seal at Disneyland. Weird. Seal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw his, his like, face up. Like, I saw those scars up close. Because I remember oh, it was just, like, right in my scars? face. I mean, I never... I, he says something that's a little plus tax. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know what the fuck it is. I think it's... It looks like acne. I think so, Wow, dude! Seal. Yeah, Heidi Klum. He's a shit. He's, he's set, dude. He's Crushing so, it. Yeah. Oh God, she's so supermodel. Sixty-something years old. She's a single. Who else have I run into? I don't think I've run into any other bands. Oh no! You know what? I did run into. Um, so I was hanging out at the Starbucks across the street from. Well, I don't even know if it was a Starbucks at the time, but I was downtown Disney, and across from the where the House of Blues is. Okay. Or where the old House of Blues is. Sure. And um, I see there was some kind of like. It was some kind of like festival with like all the like like Simple Plan and Sum Forty One and all the like two thousands era pop punk bands. Yeah, and I see the singer of um, Goldfinger, like running out of the House of Blues, and it's like the probably like one thirty in the afternoon, and the guy looks fucking bright pink like he's ready to pop he looked like absolute shit <laughs> like he was just on like a ton of fucking booze and a ton of coke yeah just like walking through like talking to himself i'm like oh shit it's the fucking singer goldfinger yeah and i guess after that he got sober oh but wow. it was right before that and fuck the guy did not look good at all oh. yeah now he's like rolling in dough though he produces all these big albums he's still stuff. at that time he was too yeah but he was really you could tell the fucking the spiraling wheel was so cranking like a, hard like a like a bright pink penis like yes ready to yes with blonde hair explode. yeah 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 <laughs> i'm glad he's doing good he's yeah. still he sounds like a million bucks yeah because i'll still i'll like check out goldfinger and what they're doing i'm actually kind of like the Goldfinger was a band I, I played a couple shows with them when I was a kid and I've always kind of tried to see what they're up to like I've always I always like to see what John and, is doing because he produced all those used albums and all kinds of records yeah but I, and I do I used to appreciate his production style and now it is so it's so bizarre because everything that he does is auto timed so it's like to 164th notes so everything sounds fucking strange because it's so perfect. There's everything like you do. It's so weird. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, well, it, well it, bands, bands do that sometimes. Like, uh, uh, who the hell was it? Uh, Weezer. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just college nerds. Yeah. 
And they were like, all right, so part of their like exam was to see if they can produce an album with just three chords with the same tempo and just change up the lyrics. And they did that, and that was like their first record. Mm-hmm. And that's what made them huge. Yeah. And they weren't even thinking about, well, they wanted to be, I guess, musicians because that was their major. Yeah. But that, that album, it just proved the point that you can literally make a whole album out of three chords and the same tempo. God, just change up the lyrics. They and did, they did it. They it did some crazy. weird stuff. They, did you guys ever, did you guys know the Green Album they did? Apparently, they gave the record company like an absurd amount of songs to choose from. And the record company chose like whatever, 10 songs or whatever. Every single song, the guitar solo was the same uh, as the vocal melody. Like they j- that was every single song they picked was that was it. Funny. Like the Island in the Sun. Yeah. Like it's just so strange. They, I think that I, I wonder if that was like something they did on purpose. Like they were like, oh, we'll fuck with the record company and see if they they bite on these ones. Oh, but yeah, yeah every, I think it's every single song on that record. I mean, there's so many bands that took control of their own destiny throughout history. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Like Queen, you know, they walked into their producer and was like, "We want to do a rock opera," and the dude was like, "No, fuck that. It's not gonna work." And they're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna do it ourselves. See you later." And that guy was like, crying his eyes out after. He's like, "How is? How are you gonna play Bohemian Rhapsody on the radio? Forget it. It's never gonna work." Yeah. It just did. Weird. It's so rad. That must have cost him a fortune too. Oh, that yeah. guy who was crying like baby. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you know what's funny too is that. Uh, uh, Mike Myers, in Wayne's World, yeah. their big scene was then rocking out to Queen, you know, in yep. the car, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike Myers played Queen's manager in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I didn't see later. that movie. Oh man, it's crazy. It's a, yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie. So I was like, yeah. did they cast Mike Myers to be the uh, their their manager on purpose because of the whole connection with Prob- Wayne's World? And probably, I'd imagine like an homage or something. Because I know that uh, Freddie Mercury. That was like one of the last things he did was like approve the song in the movie. Yeah. And he thought Whoa. it was funny. Like, yeah, it's crazy. For Wayne's World. Yeah, for Wayne's World. He was alive to oh, see that. What yeah. a fucking trip. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. I just found out because I thought he was already like gone. But yeah, yeah. No, he, was, he, was, he died yeah. in 98 or something. I thought he died what? a lot, lot sooner. Yeah. I think, I, think it was, I think it was a little bit sooner than that. I think it was like 92 or 1. No, 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 no. I'll Google it right now. Um, well, I think I don't Freddie Mercury died in like the late nineties. You want to take a watch him? I don't think. I don't think. When did Freddie Mercury pass away? I want to say it was no later than nineteen ninety three. Freddie Mercury died November twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, at age forty five. There you go. Lodge, Kensington. Oh, oh, see, there you go. You oh, fucking right. wingy dingy. When did Wayne's World come out? Ninety three. Which one? Fuck <laughs> you. Is what ninety two. Ways Wayne's World, the original. So he died in 91? Wow, so yeah. he approved so the filming? fucking song. That's yeah. crazy, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Well, you know that Freddie Mercury, he, he like, uh, he didn't want to tell the world that he was dying of AIDS because he didn't want his legacy to be AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. So he kept it secret until the day before he died, he came out and said, I have AIDS. The next day, he passed away. Crazy. Like, literally the next day. Whoa. So yeah. that's a trip, man. Just kind of like Bowie, how like he didn't yeah. tell people he was sick. And then he had the... Did that album come out after? It, yeah. it did, did, yeah. After. And it was, like, totally about him dying. And yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a trip. Yeah, it's methodical and, like, thought behind it. It's crazy. It's, like, his final statement. I well, hope, you know... Yeah, when it was I... a pretty good album, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was pretty rad. Black, Black Star. Star? Never, I've never been a big Bowie fan. Yeah, it's good. My mom was always a big Everyone Bowie fan. Everyone always said that he was a bullshit artist and he had contacts, but they didn't make color contacts back in the day. He got punched in the eye by one of his friends. And it fucked up his retina, and that's why he had two different eye colors. I never knew really? he had two different eye colors. Oh, yeah. One brown, one blue. 
That's a trip. That's that's crazy. What, what do you call that? Amidextrous? Ama, ama, that's it right there. You just <laughs> yeah, made just it up. Did it. Yeah, 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 baby. I made it. Thank you, man. It's going to go in the dictionary. It's going to go on someone's dick. Yeah. Well, speaking of dick, I wanted to talk about this because this is kind of funny, but there is a... There was a band, yeah, trying to say we're here, but there was a band at Disneyland that I remember, you know, I think people listening, if they're older or younger, they may associate like Disneyland or theme park bands with like when they went, because there was always like a particular band, like that Hyrax band in the 80s or whatever. But I remember when I was going like the early 2010s, there was this mad tea party theme band, like Alice Wonderland band, and like they were... The, the, the fandom behind what was the hair metal comedy act in LA that was like a bit huge uh, rock school no metal school metal, metal school, school right yeah it was it now Steel Panther yeah Steel yeah. Panther yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. played a show with those guys once oh really yeah when they were metal school mm-hmm. anyway go at ahead at the cat club right keep going yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was silly. Touch Okay. My yeah, 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 guitar player was fucking a girl that was banging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Satchel baby. Hey, oh, oh, I mean, didn't mean to mention names. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. So this this uh, this band was like beloved though. Did you ever see Magic yeah, Party? I, I saw. I think I saw him warm up once, but I didn't want anything to do. I didn't ever go over. I mean, I saw it kind of happening. But there was always a fuckload of people over there. Yeah, so the best part about this is, like, they're they're popular. But I found out there's, like, a whole underworld of, like, these, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, like, plumper chicks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die, no. These You know, these girls that wrote fan fiction, like, set, like erotica oh, about the band. About the band. Okay. Like, there's, like, a bunch of blogs about what they would do to the band members and stuff. Whoa. And it gets pretty out there because, like, they, they have the band uh, in that... Um, I need to find this, but they have them like uh, commit like bestiality and like oh it just God. gets really fucking warped. <laughs> and it's strange because there's like all these Where can blogs. I, find this? I know it, I gotta uh, find this. I'll put it up. It was up, a but... fucking scene over there too. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. I will say like that. Saying Disney. Yeah, yeah Disney. Uh, California yeah, Adventure. Definitely strange Freaks. people. That yes. Go, that they're that just obsessed about Disneyland yes. and the rides and the. I was really upset when they took down Tower of Terror. I me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. me too. Yeah, that was kind of sad. It was Twilight Zone ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was so rad. Yeah, that's, I love yeah. the theming. Mm-hmm. It was... It was you could never, ever have a girl suck your dick on that ride. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, baby. She would fuck, It would go right yeah. to the back of her head. Ah. I don't, if anyone has listening, please let us know if that's... Because that seems really impossible. That ride, yeah, I don't know, man. You, you <laughs> might you know, get a circumcision on the ride. Isn't there uh, a movie with Mark Wahlberg and he's obsessed with this girl and he's like... Yes. And it's uh, Reese Witherspoon? Is that yes, movie? yes. Was it Reese Witherspoon? On the roller coaster? Is that who it was? Yeah, it was. It was it Reese? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. But that was that movie it called? It was called Fear. And he, he wrote like... Yeah. Ava forever on his, on his fucking chest. <laughs> you ever see Fear? Yeah. No, dude. He was like punching himself in the chest. So it's a and he would, uh, yeah, he was doing a little something with her on the uh, roller coaster. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote, he like, he car- didn't he carve in his oh, chest? Yeah. Was it Ava? It was like Whatever Ava forever. Was. E-V-A. <laughs> wow. It was fucking great. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a keeper. He was yeah. obsessed with this guy's daughter and this, and, and, that was like early, early Marky Mark. So awesome. Yeah, I think I, I saw that. Like I love those times. movies with like the obsessed guys, like One Hour Photo or you know, Robin yeah. Williams. Oh, I got yeah. a great, great, great story real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So Steppenwolf at Six Flags, great adventure. Um, so I got obsessed with the band. Yeah. I got older signatures on my friggin', uh, you know, I was all tanned up with my friggin' Playboy gold necklace and everything. 
uh, yeah, that's from fucking Jersey. rad, dude. Yeah, and they signed my my tank top, and uh, I find out that okay, first of all, the first movie to ever have a soundtrack was Easy Rider, 1969, yeah. which was filmed by Dennis Hopper, <laughs> and uh, there was movies, yes, that had music in the movie, but the music didn't tell the story with the movie. That never happened before. They never linked up music and and the movie together kind of make the movie what it was. Fantasia. Oh, yeah. Well, check this out. So when they go to the whorehouse in uh, uh, New Orleans, yeah. and obviously they pick up some chicks, one of them was Tony Basil. Do you guys oh, know who yeah. that is? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're yeah. so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. The world of some Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was 16 years old when she did that movie. She lied to get into the movie. She oh, said wow. she was 18. She wasn't. And she's in that movie. She plays one of the whores. Really? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, she was uh, Peter Fonda's little fling, and she gets totally nude. What? In the movie, in the cemetery, when they trip out on acid. They got. They have to fuck Dude, it. I they they had to cut it. No, they didn't. It's, a, no it's there. No way. It's like on the Grand yeah. Collection uh, Blu-ray. So, so just, yeah, you know, tying it back to bands <laughs> and, and, and Magic Mountain or Six Flags, Great Adventure, whatever you want to call it. Like, that's the first band I ever saw, and then I got so obsessed with that movie, and I found out that Tony Basil is in that movie. That's trippy. It's so crazy. It's unbelievable. Well, this and is the part I, where the pedophiles paused it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, yeah I went, okay. and the funny thing is, when I went to New Orleans, the first, the, I didn't even, I didn't think about it, but I'm walking around at night, and, uh, and anyways, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't Easy Rider filmed in New Orleans? Like, let me see if the cemetery actually exists. Like Google it, and yes, it does. I was like literally five blocks from it. Wow. It was locked up at night because people like to vandalize it or whatever. Yeah. But then I found something else, so I jumped over the wall, and uh, I is that someone's phone going off? I see, I see. So I jumped over the wall and I started. I looked around there. I couldn't believe it. Nicholas Cage has a tomb. He's not even dead yet. Dude, yes, I've heard about In this. In the New Orleans um, cemetery, shit. Where, where this famous movie was filmed and where they had their little uh, trippy scene, it's so creepy. And, that, and I was there at night by myself, and I was filming and stuff, and I saw a tomb. It's a pyramid. It's literally a, uh, a limestone pyramid. And you're like, what is this? Who is this? So you look, it says Nicolas Cage, and it has his year of birth. And a slash. That's fucking awesome. He wants to be buried. He's from New Orleans. Hmm. He wants to be buried in that cemetery, which is so crazy. So I jump over the wall and I get my Uber. And this guy, he goes, he goes, what's your name? And he looks on the thing. He goes, Randy. He goes, my friend Randy just passed away like a week ago. And here you come jumping over the wall. Out of a graveyard, yeah. Out of a graveyard. Like this is kind of funky and weird. I don't know where this uh, little story was going. No, I like it. No, it's I like it. Yeah, yeah. His so, tomb. Yeah. You got to see his tomb firsthand. Right? Well, I got to see Nicolas Cage's tomb, but I got to see where they filmed the movie Easy Rider in that in that cemetery. Oh yeah. And the next day, I take this chick. I was staying in an Airbnb and I met this girl. Woo, baby. <laughs> so her and I walked around New Orleans and I said, "Let's go to the cemetery." When we go, there's a line out this out the door. Let's say the door to the cemetery. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this line for? So I go out to these people. And I'm like, what is this line for? And they're like, oh, you got to pay to come in because we take you do a tour and it goes to the preservation of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. We go and find out that that's a bunch of bullshit. It's a tourist trap. 
Oh wow! It's, it's like, like it's like, like the characters on Hollywood Boulevard yes. that like yeah. take take a picture with me and then so they some tell fucking you, rando does a fucking tour. Some local person. That's does, hilarious. Is it, so a guy stands there, collects the money, and then a girl goes and walks. So they have like a team. It's like brother and sister, mother, yeah. father, whatever, husband and wife. It's like a little team, and they all so you're, they scam the tourists. And then I talked to a local. Well, the Hard Rock Cafe was being built in Louisiana at the time. Did you just work at Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah, Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> so listen, so they were going to put a, uh, uh, a pool on the roof, and they weren't done um, securing the, the floors and making it secure. So when they put the pool on the roof, it collapsed the whole oh my God. building and killed a bunch of people. No so way. Like, yeah, and Hard Rock was like, we never authorized the pool on the roof. And so I don't know what Whoa. happened with that. So as this girl and I were walking around, we saw a local guy. And we asked him, we go, what the hell is this line for with this $20 to get into the cemetery? Because that's a bunch of bullshit. That's some local people just hustling. He goes, walk three blocks down the street, and you can go to the other cemetery, which is three times as big for free. Shit. Wow. And we're like, okay. So me and the girls walked three blocks down the road and just went to the other cemetery. I couldn't believe that. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know? I mean, yeah. Well, there's hustlers. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, that's, yeah, I everywhere. mean, everywhere, especially in Los Angeles, there's so many mini scams. I mean, like, I went to downtown Disney uh, after I I was... Have you saw a band? Have you saw Alvin Levine? I did, yeah, I, did. Yeah, I was a skater boy. So I said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough. Uh, yeah, no, it, dude, Disneyland, though, does have some history with rocking bands, like uh, Suburban Legends... Uh, the, the fun ska band that do like Disney songs. Yeah, I wouldn't really consider them to be a ska band. They're like more yeah, like, like a, a pop, pop punk. Yeah, band. yeah. They uh, they can they think they're a ska band. I, I don't know. I'm more of like a purist when it comes to ska. Yeah, yeah. All those third wave bands. <laughs> I'm just like, great. Yeah, break. yeah. But they, um, there's there's uh, funny footage of like old premieres and stuff they do at Disneyland, and uh, they had God, what was that eighties that that chick that wear kind of crazy outfits like Cher. Lady Gaga. Not share. Uh, it was City more, no, 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 no. Kesha. No, no, no. Eighties. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, yeah. No. When she was, I was two. Uh, Grace Jones. No, not Grace I'll Jones. I was focused on my dildo. Hey, oh, my mm. hand. Yeah, no, I, I forgot. Um, <laughs> You're like a fucking supply. prop comic over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, dude. Fuck, who was that? I, I'm trying to think. Not, not. Someone, Dressed crazy in the 80s, not Cindy Lauper, but... Uh, was it the Eurythmics? Was it Annie Lennox? No, not Annie Lennox. It's le- le- like more... They're probably doing the, the fair circuit, right? <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, it'll come back. Then. Missing Persons. Missing Persons. Mm-hmm. She had like bubble wrap on her. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 It was like the, it was the opening of Captain EO, the Michael Jackson oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, I, I got a weird story about this. Let him keep going, though. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, so at, at the premiere, they had like. Uh, into this one. Yeah, they had, they had MJ, they had all of them. But like, it's funny because the pyrotechnics seemed like they shouldn't be going. Like in the 80s, you could get away with that. It was like a great white situation where I'm like, I don't know if this is safe. But, like, they had a lot of strict... That's the thing I'm getting at. Was it Missing Persons? It was Missing Persons, I'm pretty sure. But then there was fake uh, Michael Jacksons and... Oh, no, that was in Vegas. When I was a kid, there was a fake Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was there because it was, like, the premiere for Captain EO. Whoa, whoa. But I don't know if he performed it. It was weird. No. Yeah. So, tying into that story, so my old uh, mailman up north... Uh 
this guy was fucking awesome, but his his mom and his aunt both were waitresses at Club 33 for years, and they would allow him to fucking Club 33 must be a restaurant in Disney. Yes, it's like a yeah, it's a it's like a yeah yeah, it's like a like a specific really expensive restaurant that only certain people can go to. Anyway, yeah. So I bet you Governor Newsom was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So so his name was Tim. So Tim would fuck around Disneyland all the time. Every day he would basically, Disneyland was his playground because his aunt and mom both worked there. So he was at the premiere of Captain EO Mm. uh, and he said that while he was waiting, he ran into Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson was in full makeup as an old Old woman. woman. He was fucking disguised. Yeah. That's but how did he know it was Michael Jackson? Jackson? He fucking got up close and realized it was fucking Michael Jackson. Well, voice. Yeah, well, Maybe. The thing, well, the thing about Michael Jackson, there's a lot of things that are very miscued about him, to be honest with you, and like yeah. his voice and all this stuff. I mean, imagine being that famous, you couldn't even go out of your house or do anything. So yeah, he would. He would put on different disguises so he can go to Disneyland and things like that. But there are stories of people that recognized him and were like, wait a minute. You're Michael Jackson. He would be like in the grocery store. Yep. Things like that. His mannerisms and stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. But the way he spoke, this is like the most, this is the biggest misconception about Michael Jackson that I, I try to always defend him when it comes to this because people just call him weirdo just because of the way he spoke. But imagine if your job is to sing for millions of people all the time. You have to speak that way. You almost have to. Yeah. So that's, what are they, uh, vocal rest? Yeah. He was always on vocal rest. Yeah. When, when he, he was, was married, married to Priscilla Presley, she told me herself. That's a whole other podcast. Wait, I meant Lisa Marie Presley. We're going to have to edit that. Yeah, no. He was married to Lisa Marie Presley, not Priscilla. Back up. Yeah. So when, when Michael was married to Lisa Marie Presley... Who was also married to Nicolas Cage, by the way. Okay, that's a weird tie-in. Yeah, six degrees. Yes, six degrees of Michael Jackson. So he would call his wife, Lisa Marie, at night, and he would speak just like a normal person. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing? He's like, who the fuck is this? He's like, it's, it's your, your husband, husband, Michael. She goes, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell because the way you were speaking. So he would reserve his voice most of the time for singing. And that's why he spoke with such a soft voice. Wow. That's and everyone just thought because he spoke in a soft voice, he was a weirdo. Well, it's like if your profession is singing your ass off all the time, you want to save that shit for when you get on stage and be 100%. Especially because he was like the best in the world. And like, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Just speaking so out to this, in this podcast and having this long-winded conversation, like I'm even getting... Well, I mean, think about it, like our job, which is doing hair. Right. Like at the end of the day, yeah. we're fucking... Half the time, it's like, we fucking sound like shit. Well, we're also exhausted. Yeah, but I mean, especially talking with the masks on, like, oh, God, I get so fucking dried out sometimes. Dude, yeah. I, I hey, love Hey, Michael Jackson was a pioneer. I think he was wearing that mask shit Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, dude. I know it is weird because ever since, you know, the pandemics, anytime that it's, like, mentioned that there's, like, a virus or whatever, I'm always like, man, where's the people's masks? Like, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if it's, I don't know what they call that, but it's, like, just because it's in our mind. Like, anytime they mention anything, I watched the movie Soul Man recently. Oh, my God. The 80s movie that would not fly today. Uh, no. Uh, um, oh, no. It was, it was the guy, it was a white guy, and they, he, like, turned black. I don't know how it he happened. He does blackface to get into college. Yeah. yeah. And it was. Really bad. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, actually, you know, it's weird because I watched him, like, oh, dude, this is going to be so terrible. And the meaning, like, the. Because uh, Tommy Chong's daughter is in it, Radon Chong, and she's half like black and half Chong, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah Asian. Something. Yeah, but so 
Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like she, she, she even kind of defends the movie and says, like, it was just making fun of how arrogant white people are because the guy is so boisterous, to, like, so bold to fucking think he could go do blackface. And when you see it, you get it, but yeah, there's definitely jokes in there that, like, wouldn't, I mean, no. would not fly with James Earl well, Jones is in it. So many it's so movies, like that. movies where, like, isn't there like a lot of trans transgender movies where the guy pretends a girl? Oh, like just think about movies. Bosom oh, yeah. Buddies with uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, remember that show? No. Tom Hanks and his buddy were dressed up in drag. I can't. I can't uh, remember the reasons yeah, why. Yeah, what was the point of that? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but that was like his first like big fucking well, yeah. his big break. At least what I remember him from. Yeah. Was that show, Bosom Buddies. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a trip. I yeah, they know. ain't making any of that shit anymore. <laughs> no. But here's the thing. Okay, okay I mean, I don't, I don't know, know how, how I can go about, about saying this, but what about white, white chicks? chicks? Oh, yeah. So, it's, it's like, like the, the reverse. reverse. Yeah, it is. Well, that's okay. I mean, we're like the nickelback of races right now, so people... Uh, it, well, it's, we, it's, it's, it's yeah. a punch up. It's yeah. a, a technically, quote-unquote, a punch up. When you're when you're a minority and you do something, when you go after the quote unquote majority, uh-huh. it's technically a punch up. Oh. So it's not like like let's make fun of the darkies, oh, <laughs> Like that's like a oh, yeah. okay. You know, it's like there's certain things that are allowed now uh-huh. that aren't going to be allowed in the future. But I don't know. I, I think that like everything needs to be taken with a fucking like context is well, everything in itself. And comedy. Comedy. When, when it, it comes, comes to comedy, comedy, comedy back, back in the day, day I, mean, I mean, think, think about, about like Richard Pryor, think about, about like all the greats, greats right? And they were able to say whatever the fuck they wanted and it was funny as shit. I think the comedy now is that way too. No. I, I would completely disagree with you. Great. Well, well, the stands. I don't think so. Listen. I think that people have to consciously think about what they say in the microphone versus what they – they didn't give a shit what they said in the microphone and it used to be funny. People censor themselves, I think. Me, well, I think in, when, you're having, a, when you're, you're having a conversation. You'll hang yourself if you, if you don't. I mean, we're you having a, one wrong thing. You're yeah, I, I don't know, man. Right? I, I go to a lot be. of com- – we go to yeah. a lot of comedy shows. Yeah. And people don't really – they don't. They don't. Don't censor themselves. I think I it depends on the space that you're in. It depends on what yeah. kind of crowd. It depends True. on what kind of. Yeah, if you're at that though, it depends. 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 Well, yeah, you can't just do it everywhere. Yeah, because yeah. if you're at an indie show in Silver well, Lake, well, also things are kind of because they write their bit. Yeah, well, based, based on what city they're going to be in. Yeah, the yeah. art. Comedies do that. No, also the art of like. Well, they probably did. They did not. But absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because if you're going to go in the south in the seventies. You know, you know like, like if, if you, you want to have a fight, fight like you, you got to think about what you're gonna, or like certain places. You know, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they did, but like, uh, where, did, where did this podcast take this turn? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's it's uh, it's live. Yeah, we'll probably end it with this. I don't know about you guys, but I loved going to Chuck E. Cheese as a child. Um, oh, that band was so fucking cool, dude. What I know. Band? They had that animatronic Chuck E. Cheese band at, at Chuck E. Cheese. Never, never been to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid because I, I could never. never... <laughs> we'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we'll go. It's different now. Yeah, it's we gotta we gotta masks, find. But... Let's find a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Randy. Well, I don't think you actually are allowed in Chuck E. Cheese. Do you need a child? Yeah, because I tried to go and fuck around when I was eighteen, and we just bring the hat. Okay. Yeah. We'll, 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 I think we'll, I'm actually we'll, crying. Yeah, you are. I think I put. I think I brought myself. Bravo, <laughs> dude. Well, how about we get like a wheelchair? 
Because they're not going to question you, know, you, know, you, know, you, know, you if you're funny. funny. You know what I mean, yeah. like, like he's, he's always going to go. Yeah. This, this pandemic, pandemic has been really long. long. He's just four years old. Yeah. Let's get him. You're not allowed to actually roll in to Chuck E. Cheese whether or not you have. I mean, this isn't. I mean, all the theme parks are closed. I mean. I remember, I remember doing, doing some fucked up shit, like, like wearing an air cast and saying my legs broke, so I go up the secret elevator to oh, all rides. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, well, the only people would people roll in there with wheelchairs that they rented for the day. day. There was a scam where a handicapped guy was on Craigslist. Wow. I remember this. Remember this scam? Yeah. This, did you hear about this? No. This yeah, handicapped guy. For Disneyland. This handicapped guy would charge you like 100 bucks per person so that you can walk around with him and you can get ahead of the line. That's and he amazing. got busted for it. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Anyway, that's, that's hilarious, I wonder, dude. Yeah, it was on Craigslist. Yeah, you can find this guy. Genius. Did I ever tell you guys a story about how I would pretend to be disabled at Disneyland? I think you did, but you never told me. But okay, I think I might have mentioned it on a podcast before. Asshole, but you know what? Hey, it is what it is. Well, so, I don't know, before, like, uh, you know, I had, a, I'll tell you, I'm not trying to be uh, conscious, anything goes, you know, and it's all fun, but I had a guy on the podcast, is a comic who has, um, you know, he's disabled, but he's fucking hilarious, and he, um, yeah, he has palsy, and yeah, he, like, told me, because I asked him what he thinks of that, what is, what is his thoughts on people pretending to be disabled to get on rides? And he said he doesn't care as long as they're completely devoted. If they like, it's just so hilarious. Yeah, he's like, he said, buy a wheelchair and you're fucking set. So I would put on a fucking act. I would do the whole thing. I'm, I, I, when I'm when I'm forced to be like in actor mode, I can fucking do it. Just oh. ask Randy. I fucking hooked him up the other day. How you doing? Trust me. I just got an Oscar. MCM band. Oh, bag. MCM bag. Yep. Uh, uh, it's, it's like, it's like, like Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Yeah. yeah. For like 200 bucks. It's totally 100% real. Lady's trying to sell it for 800 bucks. bucks. Wow. And yeah. we did some anyway, like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you hear your disabled <laughs> story. So yeah, like the, this is my this is my um my rationale behind doing this. So every time I'm at Disneyland and I'm standing in line with all the normies, I every time I've had at least one person tell me to watch my mouth. Watch your mouth. There's children around. Mm. And I want to be like, fuck off, right. you know? Because yeah. I don't ever censor, censor myself. God bless and, America. And I just let it roll, you know? And I don't give a fuck. That's the same thing, really baby. You know? And, and also, like, with kids, it's like... I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them, you know? Anyway, so the way I look at it is is that it's better for me to not wait in lines and to fucking, than to deal with assholes that want to tell me to shut my mouth or to poison the minds of small children. Mm, got yeah. it. So, hey, give me yeah. Phone real quick. Uh-huh. Can you see that? Can you see your... Hey, yo. What are you fucking doing? Are you fucking... Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's that's how I fucking... I, I, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at this. So, so you would... What would you... What was your your scheme? Uh, I would pretend that I have Tourette's, oh, and no. I would go up there and I'd fucking do all kinds of eye wiggles and fucking, you know, oh, that's you amazing. Know, do a little fucking little bop boop beeps and that was all that. Yeah. That was my yeah. That's did how you, I. So uh, did they did they take it? Did they believe you? They they don't they legally aren't allowed to ask, but right. I would tell them anyway. Yeah, and it made enough sense 
and I would just say like it's super embarrassing and hey how you doing there you get you're making shit doggy <laughs> like oh thank you can you give me a wheelchair that'd be magical you can't oh fuck so what yeah. the, the one time that I actually had some kind of injury where it was really difficult to stand in line uh-huh. I fucked up my knee really bad and they would not give me the fucking pass really yeah they're yeah. stern they're stubborn so I couldn't fucking go on any rides I literally I'd just fucking wait wow Sucked. Waiting in line sucks. But okay, okay. So, so is there, there any other bands you've seen, or is there any other shit you want to talk about as far as? Uh, I, I, I want to ask you guys if there's if there's one band you could see at a theme park, who would you want to see? Prince, hundred percent. Wow, that was so amazing. And what? Where? Imagine that. Yeah. Where? What stage? Where? Anywhere? Maybe in front of the castle at Disneyland. That little tiny stage at Disneyland. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, that that little tiny stage at Disneyland. Oh, which one's cool? Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. The tea, yeah, maybe maybe in Fancyland. There's you fucking know? no fucking stage by the teacups, you dingus. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> From, um, see Prince in the bathroom. <laughs> no, you're not even making fun of this situation, <laughs> but I'm serious. Prince at a small ass theme park would be great. That'd be cool. Yeah, like a like a boomers. Or uh, Volinkles or whatever. I don't know. Oh, God. Family Fun, Fun Center. Wow, yeah. I've like by the, by the, uh, dude, that'd yeah, be cool. Like a mini golf. Like rocking out to, you know, Raspberry Beret. Yeah, teeing off, you know? That is a good question. Huh? Who, would, who would I fucking, who would I want to see? Hmm. You know that stage that's at, well, it used to be the Carnation, the Carnation Theater or whatever? Yeah. The one that's the Princess Fantasy Fair Village? Yeah. That stage? Sorry, I heard, um. It would be cool to see a. Stinks. It'd be cool to see a band in there, like um, like a fun dance band in there, like maybe uh, a Daft Punk or something. No, <laughs> I was thinking more of like a, like a danceable band, you know, maybe a ska band. Casey and the exactly. Casey in the Sunshine Band, yeah, fucking wiggling, oh, yeah. jiggling no, no, around no, no. the stage. Those things, uh, get down on it. Is that get the down band, on it? I think. Gap band or fun. the Commodores? Oh, that that is the Commodores. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, God, that would be cool, like a funk band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on that little stage. That's a cool little stage. They do like perform, like they do like um, little plays and stuff there now. But that would be cool to see a fucking band there. I don't think was, was the Commodores actually. Was it? Was it Gap Band? Who sang? Fucking no. <laughs> Who sang? Get down on it. My dick. Get down on it is by Cool and the Gang. Oh, Cool oh, and the Gang. Yeah. That's a county fair band right that there. That would be the yes. best. Yeah. They, they, they do play, play county fairs. Yeah. And they make a lot of fucking money. I'd love to fairs. see uh, Smash, Smash Mouth maybe just, just like, like yeah. at the end, he just, just like blows his brains out. Like, you know, the Disneyland, motherfucker. Speaking about blowing brains out, what is that band? The guy that tried to do that, He was. they were singing in this little studio and he was trying to do Nirvana. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, dude. No. Yes, Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. Wait, yes. did he... Did he? Did you did not hear about, about this? Did he die? No, no, no he, he didn't. Die. Did Worse. Did you? Well, he should have died. <laughs> no. he, should, he, he, had, he had... What did they, they call it? Career, career suicide? It was, it was horrible. It was bad. It was oh, like he, he had like a really bad meltdown, right? He's had a couple, I think. I don't know about a meltdown, but... So, you know that guy, Lee? No. He produced... Yeah, you remember Lee? He was that guy that used to come into the salon back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he produced all those early Puddle of Mud records. Okay, but anyway, that yeah. fucking track was that Nirvana track that he did in the studio was horrendous. It sounded like he it was had a Rape Me cover, cover, right? I think, or what no, was it? No, it was um, it was that one song. I need an easy friend. Oh, about a girl. Yeah, about it was a girl. Bad, yeah. dude. It was yeah. really fucking free. <laughs> so, so we're gonna, gonna end, end the podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, this is with this. All right. 
Randy, where they can they find you on social media, baby? Yeah, where can, where can we follow uh, Randy? At Randy Madden. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. We know, just Randy Madden. <laughs> and Ro- Roscoe, where can they follow you, sir? Roscoe Soul Train on everything. Hell yeah. Weird spelling, by the way. That's fucking great. Robert, where can they find you on social media? Uh, they can find me at Eagle Maniac Comedy or Robert Land Pod when I can get back into that. But, uh, oh, man. Yeah, just look up Robert Land on Twitter, everything. This is a beautiful way to end this. You know, I'm really sad that, that Kurt Cobain isn't around anymore, but I'm kind of glad he didn't get to hear that. Uh, oh. Playing at County Fair pretty damn soon. Poor, poor guy. If you just come inside, I think you just might love me. If I just come inside, well, I think we'll have a baby. But oh, don't you shoot the button, yeah. A little test of something sweeter. But oh, don't you shoot the button, yeah. Injection, revenge, revenge. Caramelized candy eyes, you untasteable. VHS familiar. Tell me a lot about masturbation If you just come outside We'll go to Mars and get some candy bars You must be from Wayne and Park Cause sugar you have my heart yeah. oh, 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 oh. I don't just to confront Yeah A little taste of something sweeter Sticky and so sweet